Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This episode of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during the games or futures for who you think will win the championship, BetOnline has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online betting needs. Visit the website today or your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head over to BetOnline and start playing today. You can bet on the current futures. You can even already bet on the Rookies of the Year for the NBA and the 2021-2022 NBA Championship, Lakers 3-1, Brooklyn Nets 13-4. Go to betonline.ag or use the mobile app and hit BetOnline, your online sports betting experts. What up, Pizza Kid Potters? Welcome back to the program. This is another episode of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast. AKA TCK Pod. I'm your host, Sky Guasco. This is episode 424. We got another mock draft for you. We are doing today a redraft PPR, not super fancy. We did a super flex uh, redraft PPR last week. We're just going to do single quarterback PPR redraft mock draft tonight. And I have my man, Jordan Delavalle, back with me, my mock draft master, and with another mock draft for you. Quick a couple announcements here. If you haven't caught yesterday's episode, we finally announced the TCK Listener Leagues and the submissions. We are ready to do those. A lot of you have been hitting me up in DMs and posting, and I wanted to let you know that those are officially able to be submitted to. If you would like to join this year's three different opportunities for TCK Listener Leagues, feel free to DM me on Twitter, Sky Guasco. Hit me up on Instagram, fantasyfootball underscore TCKpod, or Email us at tckpod at gmail.com. All of the details are in this previous episode, so I'm not going to dive into them now. But what I want you to do is DM me, let me know that you want in the league, and I have three simple requests that I would like you to do to submit. I don't want you just hitting me up and saying, Sky, listen to the podcast, let me in the league. I want you to do three particular things that help us build a better podcast for you. First of all, DM me or email us at those avenues I just gave you. Then one thing you like and appreciate about the podcast, let us know something you appreciate about the podcast. Let us know one thing we could do to better the podcast, whatever it might be in your opinion. I got tough skin. Just don't be rude and I can handle it. I'm sure. Another one, the third one, have some fun. Give me your sleeper. One player from 10th round or later in any draft form. It could be a late round quarterback, running back handcuff, rookie wide receiver, late round tight end, whatever you're feeling. Give me one of your sleepers. Call your shot round 10 or later. So again, email or DM me that you want in the league and also let me know what your sleeper is, one thing you appreciate about the podcast, and one thing we can do to improve the podcast. And we will go through those submissions over the next week and we will let everybody know who made it in. They do have buy-ins for you so you can Again, dial back one episode to 423 and you get all the breakdowns there. So check out the TCK listener leagues and we would love to have you in. Without any further ado, I'll bring in my man, Jordan Delavalle. Good to have you back, brother. How are you doing? Got training camp fully underway here, man. Unfortunately, we do have a little bit of bad news. We, we're starting to get some hiccups, starting to get some guys who are coming out a little too, uh, a little rusty from camp. We have some serious injuries, some not so serious injuries you know, say what's up to the fam, and then let's get into just a couple minutes of camp news, and then we'll jump right into our mock draft. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for for having me back on. And uh, you know, the, the training camp news brings up another question that I've I've always uh, you know had with my home redraft league of when do we do our draft? Right. Some guys like doing the early drafts. I have a couple leagues where I I draft in May, I draft in June, uh, but then you get you know where you have Cam Akers as your first round pick. Um, most leagues, you know, want to get into the preseason a little bit. Where do you like drafting? Uh, for redraft leagues? I, Labor Day. 
um, which is, you know, the first weekend of September. It's the last weekend after, uh, if I can help it, if I'm in charge of the leagues, it's the last week of August, the first week of September. Um, I know that's backing it up quickly. So like if you have league mates that just can't make that week, all of a sudden you're tight and now the season starts, that can be kind of a headache. But honestly, I'd rather deal with that than drafting right now. And then all of a sudden Carson Wentz goes down. You know, um, all of a sudden Devonta Smith comes up, you know, Gimp. All of a sudden we lose Cam Akers. Um, we don't know what's happening with Deshaun Watson. I mean, like, those are things that always happen in the offseason. I'd rather wait and wait. I know we're all anxious and, and and ready. That's what best ball's for. That's what dynasty for. That's what rookie dynasty's for. Redraft-wise, no way. You're not going to – if it's a free league, I'll, I'll draft the draft. If there's money on the line or, or we're taking it seriously, you're not going to find me drafting before – I'd say week two of of okay. uh, of training camp and, and frankly, okay. or, I'm sorry, of um, preseason. Preseason, thank you. Yep. And yep. ideally, it would be uh, after week three and really just up to crunch time. Um, my home league, I've been in it 12 years, and we always draft Labor Day. Um, I always have the TCK listener leagues about that week, the week, the last week of August or the first week of September. So that's ideal for me. How about you? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> my home league, we're, we're scheduling it right now. We, we thought we had Labor Day locked in, and then two guys said they couldn't do it, and, of course, uh, blew up the plans. Um, so we're still working on it. I think for, for those leagues where I'm drafting live, I know the people in the league. I do want it to be a more competitive league. You have as much information as possible, like you mentioned, into training camp, into the preseason, uh, past you know the injuries that you you can avoid if you you know draft later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also you know, I get the, I get the bug early. And so online leagues I've, I've drafted as early as May. Of course. And again, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people do, and a lot of people like yeah. to do that. Um, but it's just not gonna, not gonna work for me, you know, that yeah. early because there's just too much on the line, too many things happening. Yeah. Okay. I did a quick check on the, uh, on the mock draft board. People are logging in there. We'll be with you in about 10 minutes on the mock. Uh, Jordan, let's just go through some quick Camp reports. I mean, there's so many things happening, so many teams. We're not going to go and nitpick every little thing, but there are a couple things going on. We mentioned the Colts situation. Yep. Um, Carson Wentz goes down. He's going to need surgery. He's going to be out about you know 12 weeks, whatever, 5 to 12 weeks. How about that for a time frame? It's insane. Let's I just know. say it's two months minimum. Um, he's going to be out. That's obviously tough uh, for the wide receivers. Might affect Jonathan Taylor more so. Quentin Nelson, who we don't talk about offensive linemen, but the best guard in the NFL essentially is going to be out as well with the same injury, which is, I think, odd. Similar injury, at least. That affects Jonathan Taylor for me. Um, I made a tweet early this morning when I heard about it. JT was my RB6 before the news. Mm-hmm. He's down to RB10 and now, and I'm kind of battling with him and Saquon Barkley, which I know isn't popular with Saquon, but I'm nervous about him yeah. too. Both those guys are kind of giving me the heebie-jeebies, and I'll tell you right now, I'd rather have Kelsey, Adams, and Hill uh, yep. above above those two running backs. So how do you feel about the Colts quick? Yeah, so real quick, uh, with the Colts, uh, I, as an Eagles fan, Wentz getting hurt also hurts my Eagles with you know the, the trade for him, that conditional first-round pick. Uh, we only get that as a first round if Wentz plays 70% of snaps and Colts make the playoffs or plays mm-hmm. 75% of snaps. That seems like that's not going to happen. Uh, so, again, Wentz hurts the Eagles. Um, but in terms of the Jonathan Taylor outlook, um, I'm not too worried. I think your, your adjustment of six to 10 is, is pretty appropriate. Um, obviously a good run blocking and, uh, offensive line is going to help, you know, create those holes and avenues for Jonathan Taylor. But, uh, I don't have the stats on his like yards after contact or anything like that off the top of my head, but I feel like just my gut says he's not someone that really needs the holes to create some yardage. Um, and there's plenty of, of top fantasy running backs that we've seen have great years fantasy wise with terrible offensive lines, right? right? It's the same argument with Najee Harris and, uh, the Steelers offensive line right now where Najee Harris is just going to get the opportunity and has enough talent where even with a terrible offensive line, he should be good for fantasy. Um, but like you mentioned, you have the Quentin Nelson injury, you have a, a lower quarterback play unless the Colts trade for someone, uh, or sign a, a, a veteran, um, but also you now have Marlon Max kind of looking good in some of these videos that are popping yeah. up all over the place, right? Where is he going to be more of a factor than we, than we anticipated, right? Um, I don't think so, but so I think I like your, your ranking of RB10 uh, for ne- right now for Taylor. Let's talk about your boy Devontae Smith here uh, coming out for Eagles camp, got a little bit of a hiccup, going to miss a couple of weeks. 
Hopefully it won't dive too much into the regular season, but you never like to see a player injured. A lower body B C rookie season needing all the reps he can possibly get. Yeah, of course. Uh, obviously never a good thing to get injured, but I would say the one uh, saving grace, if you'd like to call it that for Devonta Smith is that he's played with Jalen hurts before at least. Uh, so assuming that the Eagles don't trade for Deshaun Watson and hurts is their quarterback for this year. Um, I think, Devonta Smith is in a little bit of a better position given that he already has that chemistry and has played with Jalen Hurts before in his career. Um, a little bit less of an impact there for him if he is ready to go by week one than I would put on you know any other rookie wide receiver missing some some training camp and preseason time. Let's talk about a couple of other wide receivers here as well. Um, Darnell Mooney looks excellent, uh, mm-hmm. looking good, and, and it's A. Dalton, not Justin Fields so far, so that's looking good because sure. a lot of people were like, and the Bears will be okay, but it's when Justin Fields comes in that they'll really crank it up. Andy Dalton seems to be just fine there. Michael Gallup looks really good as well. One of my sleepers this season, buried behind uh, Cooper and Lamb, obviously, but he's looking great. Deshaun Jackson caught a deep pass this year. He's he's healthy for now, at least. You and I were watching some Cooper Cup footage before we came on. He looks absolutely fantastic. Mike Williams got a haircut. He looks great. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of opportunities here. And then you have some rookies um outstanding as well aj green looks great rondale moore is looking good um you know rashad bateman elijah moore i mean like there's a lot of hype always in pre in in preseason and camp yeah. and stuff they're like you're only going to show the good plays and injuries unfortunately yep. um but does anything either out of that grip that i just mentioned or anything else kind of pop off the page for you so far yeah um I mean, really, the the thing that I almost I try to key in on is more of the negative. If you're hearing any of the negatives, right? Like, like you mentioned, everyone looks good. You're going to see the highlights on uh, on Twitter, on your on your newsfeed. You're not going to see you know the bad plays, the drops, anything like that. Um, but the one that did catch my eye was Rashad Bateman. Uh, obviously, the video that uh, was posted of him was beaten uh, Humphrey on that that touchdown play there, where. I don't know. Are we, it's, it's, it's a hard one to project. I think for me, because the passing volume in Baltimore is just so scarce. Yeah. And so how can I confidently draft Bateman and expect uh, a certain floor from him? Don't get me wrong. He could, he could break out. Right. Uh, but with Sammy Watkins there with Hollywood Brown, with Mark Andrews, their, their run game uh, there's a lot of, people there for not a high you know volume passing game yeah i agree and he looks to be i I mean i think he's going to be the one before too long but you're right like there's only you know the pie is only so big a couple more mentions and this is just to do with like weight stuff um and i don't want to geek i don't want to geek too much out about weight and stuff but what i like to see is when running backs and big thick receivers like you don't want to hear devonta smith losing weight he's already thin i don't think he has any to lose right but you know amari cooper is down 10 pounds from the last three seasons. That is a plus to me. He's going to be a little bit faster, more agile, not as much weight on his joints. That's a, a, a plus for me. He's on the pup now, but hopefully he's getting healthy. Um, Rashad Penny, who I know is hit or miss, but he comes in you know, looking better. Joe Mixon drop weight, Ezekiel Elliott drop weight, things like that as well. So I just want to kind of quickly mention that, that everybody looks great, but you look at those numbers and the guys that come into camp 10 pounds, 15 pounds lighter, not only look good because everyone's in good shape, but they've gone the extra mile to be like, I played at 225 for three seasons. I think if I shed, you know, lean out about eight, 10 more pounds, which maybe doesn't sound like a lot to the average person, but these guys are already statues. I mean, they don't really have that to lose. So they convert it to muscle that can certainly be productive and uh, also help with injury as well. You have a very skinny receiver like AJ green who could use some muscle. A guy like Amari Cooper, can transfer that a little bit and hopefully help his joints there as well. Okay. Plenty of camp talk. We can talk every single episode about the current days, but things can change overnight. So let's get into the mock draft. I'll bring it in here and we'll bring in the squad. Once again, here we are doing a mock draft today and today's mock draft is going to be a redraft PPR. Uh, Jordan, you are at the 11 spot. Hawk Dolliday's at 12. We got Grant Lampart at number one, and I took the three spot here. Basically, what you and I are trying to do today, we've had themes over the last couple of weeks of like, you know, tight end early, tight end late, PPR or zero RB, non zero RB, super flex, blah, blah, blah. Today, we're just going to like, look, man, draft however you want to. All right. But one thing we did do is I'm drafting early, you're drafting late. And we're going to talk about 
that strategy. If you're in the first three, four, five picks versus the last two, three, four picks on the turn, what is your approach? So that's kind of what we're looking at today. Let's dive right in here, man. I'm going to get this fired up and we are underway. Grant is on the clock. Most likely no surprises here at number one or two, but I picked number three on purpose because I kind of wanted to be in the predicament um, that I think a lot of people would rather avoid. But sure enough, CMC and Dalvin Cook go off the board first. So I am next up on number three here. And basically, I need to decide between, you know, Alvin Kamara, Zeke Elliott, um, Derek Henry. Those are kind of my guys I'm looking at. And for me, I, you know, dive pretty deep into Alvin Kamara in the Saints situation. Whether it's Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston, I feel good about the Saints offense in general with Sean Payton still there. I feel great about Alvin Kamara. With Michael Thomas going down, he averaged eight targets last year uh, with Michael Thomas out. He's going to get the workload. He's got the touchdown upside. He's got the receptions. He's going to lead the league in receptions probably uh, among running backs. So I love me some Zeke, and I love Derrick Henry, but a full PPR, um, I got to go with uh, Alvin Kamara here, and uh, that will be my pick. Now we got Kamish on the board here. And then um, Jordan, you're going to be up here at the 11th spot. And then you've got those two picks on the turn. Yeah. I like your pick there of, of Kamara at the three. I, I was uh, almost kind of hoping you went Henry just so I could uh, counter argue against it. Uh, but, <laughs> well, go uh, ahead. I mean, counter argue. Yeah, no, you know? yeah, sure. Absolutely. Uh, I actually just got rid of uh, Derek Henry in a redraft league. Um, and so I was, I was on the, the hunt for coming up with reasons why I didn't like uh, Derek Henry. And, one of the things that I found was that Vegas's line for his rush yardage right now, uh, which Vegas is not going to set a bad line, right? They're going to try to uh, set the most accurate line, is under sixteen hundred yards for the year, right? With sixteen hundred yards, if we assume, what was it fifteen fifty five or something? Something exactly? like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, mid mid fifteens. Uh, let me actually make a pick here. Oh, Kelsey went early. Um, Number seven. I mean, that's not yeah. terribly early, honestly. That's kind of where he's going right now. It would it would definitely be early for my taste. Uh, I'm going to take Devonte Adams here. I mean, especially with um, Aaron Rodgers now being back, the running backs that are kind of here, I'm not too uh, high on. I think with you know uh, the turn here, even if Aaron Jones and Austin Eckler both go, um, I could still come back with someone like Mixon. Uh, Maybe Najee. I don't have a lot of shares in Najee, but uh, like I mentioned earlier with the news, uh, it's just going to have so much opportunity. Um, or it could, you know, go with Stephon Diggs, and then I have a great one-two at, at the wide receiver and go, you know, almost with a – hopefully not a zero RB, but right. later RB. Um, so going back to Derrick Henry with the the fifteen fifty five or whatever the odd, you know, yardage is there, even if you, you know, take uh, a pretty – pretty uh, optimistic outlook on his receiving work, which he's never had throughout his history in a PPR draft. I mean, it might be coming out to 15, 16, maybe 17 points per game, which obviously is, is great. Right. But it's not the, the ceiling of Alvin Kamara where he could uh, average, you know, over 20 points per game this year. Right. I agree. I'm, I've got it pulled up here for the YouTubers for uh, podcast listeners Derrick Henry's career high in targets, not even receptions. His career high in targets is 31. Career high in receptions, 19, 206 receiving yards, and two touchdowns. Um, so he is very, very light. Now, 378 rushing yards. <laughs> we'll get it done. 17 <laughs> touchdowns, 16 touchdowns, 12 yeah. touchdowns the last three seasons. The dude's an animal, but um, not through the air there. Okay, you're back on the clock, man. You went with Stephon Diggs, or I'm sorry, uh, yep. Devontae Adams. Stephon yep. Diggs and Aaron Jones went right after you there on the turn. Yeah, and, and this is exactly what I was saying is if Eckler and Jones had gone there, I miss out on what I think is a little bit of a, a running back teardrop, uh, you know, with Eckler and Jones being the last two here in this tier. Um, and I would have just gone with Diggs, but with um, – Hawk Dolliday. Is that Doc Holiday? I don't know. Hawk uh, Dolliday, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, going with Diggs and Jones, I can I can scoop up Eckler and uh, get who I think is at that you know tier break of running back uh, for my first run. I think that's a great call. I want to give a shout out to Hawk Dolliday. Actually, he won the TCK Veteran Listener League last year, and therefore he gets to choose what the settings are for this year's league. So that's one of the perks 
of winning the TCK Listener League is you get to set the settings for the following season. The only thing that I set is it's redraft and it's 12 teams, but you can have it however you want. So this year, the TCK Listener Leagues, which I explained on the previous episode, but they're going to be half PPR and uh, super flex. So uh, you could thank Hawk Dolliday for that. Okay, uh, you went with Eckler, DK Metcalf, uh, Patrick Mahomes, DeAndre Hopkins, Joe Mixon, A.J. Brown, Calvin Ridley, and Justin Jefferson go off the board. I am back up. I've got Alvin Kamara already. And let's see if I want to go wide receiver here. Um, I might be able to get uh, Keenan Allen on the turn. I've also got Robinson, McLaurin, Julio. I'll be fine. Let's see. Uh, Darren Waller still available. I think one of the two tight ends will fall, so I like that as well. Maybe I can uh, bone up on the two running backs. It's not really my style. Usually I like to go one running back, one wide receiver, but I do like Najee Harris and Antonio Gibson. Um, Even though I'm a little bit worried about that offensive line, I think the workload is going to be there. I'm going to go with Najee here. And uh, Alvin Kamara, Najee Harris. DeAndre Swift goes. Grant is on the clock. He's got J.K. Dobbins. And let's see who he goes on the turn. If Waller falls to me, I'm going to take Waller. If he doesn't, then I'll probably go Kittle. If somehow both of them go, um, then I'm actually looking at uh, Antonio Gibson. And frankly, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, Antonio Gibson just went. And so did Kittle. So I'm back up, and it looks like Darren Waller. So that seems to be uh, a lock there for me. I like to have the early tight end, and it feels good. I've got Alvin Kamara, Najee Harris, and Darren Waller. And then uh, commissions back up, and then a few picks. And you will be as well. You've got Devontae Adams and Austin Eckler before your next pick. My man, let me take a quick commercial break here for our listeners and give a shout-out to the Jersey Jungle. If you're looking for Devontae Adams and Austin Eckler, Alvin Kamara, Najee Harris, Darren Waller, or anybody else's jersey, go hit up the Jersey Jungle on Instagram, the Jersey Jungle. My man Trenton will take care of you. Use the promo code TCK to receive 10% off of one or two jerseys, 15% off of three jerseys. You can get three jerseys for about the cost of one on NFL.com. They're authentic. They're stitch and tool, really clean, well-produced jerseys that fit perfectly. Go to Jersey Jungle on Instagram. Hit up my man Trent and use the promo code TCK for 10 to 15% off. Shouts out the Jersey Jungle. All right, Jordan, you're back up after a slew of picks, my man. Why don't you go ahead and give me yours, and then I'll get through who just went off the board. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, so who I'm looking at here is uh, obviously with a, a running back. Now that the top three tight ends are gone, I'm not looking tight end anymore. I'm not a big proponent of QB early, uh, especially in the third round, uh, unless it's maybe Patrick Mahomes here at the end, but he obviously went uh, early, mid-second. Um, so running backs, I'm looking at Chris Carson, David Montgomery, probably is my top two options here that I like, but I'll try and gamble and hope that one of them comes back after the turn uh, and instead go with Allen Robinson. Nice. Um, I like the fact uh, that Allen Robinson is just, you know, pretty consistent in terms of producing a top 15, if not top 12 wide receiver fantasy season with a terrible, terrible history of the quarterbacks that he's been working with. So, you know, the, the narrative of, Oh, well, it's Andy Dalton. Oh, it's going to be Justin Fields in his rookie year. Um, You know, receivers with a rookie quarterback tend to not perform as well. I'm not too worried um, that Allen Robinson won't be able to put up another great year. Um, And so having that floor at my wide receiver too is something that, something that I love. And I actually uh, gambled and paid off both uh, running backs made it back to me here, uh, Chris Carson and David Montgomery. So out of those two, um, don't want to go with the Chicago stack. Uh, so I'll go with Chris Carson. Um, I think Seattle just loves running the ball for better or worse. Um, I think that offense is just elite in the fact that they have Lockett, uh, Metcalf, Russ running around, uh, you know, Carson. It, it's not uh, like a one-man show. Um, so I'll go with Carson there as my RB2. I think that's a great call. Uh, we got a number of picks going in between that. CEH, Jacobs, Allen, Michael Thomas. Uh, obviously, this is an auto draft there with Michael Thomas. Uh, Sanders, McLaurin, Julio. A um, couple quarterbacks. Carson was to you. Evans, Henderson, uh, Lamar Jackson, DeMont. Uh, let's see. DJ Moore. Oh, Amari Cooper. And then Cooper Cup. I wanted Cooper Cup there, but no soup for me. 
Uh, let's see here. I am going to look at running backs again one more time. I'm going to pass. Quarterbacks, plenty. Single quarterback league, I'm not really tripping on that. Running backs, likewise. So I'm going to look at Chris Godwin, Robert Woods, C.D. Lamb, Jamar Chase. Looking at my – okay, so the two guys after me have no wide receivers yet. So I, I would like to let C.D. Lamb fall one more, but I don't think that's going to happen. I do think eventually he becomes the number one in Dallas. I'm going to take C.D. Lamb in this mock. For those of you listening to the podcast the last couple of weeks, know that I'm very bullish on him. He was my stud in the first five rounds of the NFC East when Bobby and I broke down our uh, studs, duds, breakouts, and sleepers. So I got to go uh, back that up with my pick with C.D. Lamb. Chris Godwin went next. And there's two more picks and three more picks until my next one. I might go with another wide receiver here. Um, I like Robert Woods, Jamar Chase, Adam Thielen, Lockett. Um, Got to fade your boy Smith, unfortunately, at this point. Um, I like Brandon Ayuk a lot. It seems early, but I'm not going to, I'm definitely not going to get him if I don't pick him here. So I think what I'd like to do is I think I'm going to look at Robert Woods and then. Probably Robert Woods and maybe Adam Thielen, and then Deontay Johnson and uh, Brandon Ayuk. That is who I'm feeling with my next couple picks. We'll see what happens. Kyle Pitts goes off there. So we got all the uh, – actually, no, it looks like Waller and Hawkinson are still available. That seems to keep happening, man. Um, as we get closer and closer to draft day, uh, Kyle Pitts is starting to – leapfrog over Andrews and Hawkinson. I think Andrews and Hawkinson are viewed more as like safe. Whereas you have, you know, Kyle Pitts, who's like, you know, the big exciting attraction, right. That everybody wants to get a part of. So we'll see what happens there. You know, I, I'd I'd love to, to draft pits. I just have yet been able to in any leagues. I think the cost in, especially in redraft is just too high. I mean, I totally get that he could break out. But, I mean, we're talking about breaking out at the level that is the best rookie tight end uh, season ever. Uh, For him to pay off at you taking him at the back of the fourth, early fifth, something like that. Um, And I just don't think that – I think that he's getting drafted at his ceiling is essentially what it comes down to. Yeah, I agree. And he he has to absolutely produce to get to that level. Now, um, I just mentioned that I was looking at Adam Thielen in the fifth round. I think that's really good value, actually. Um, I have the uh, younger upside, and because it's PPR, um, I like Thielen here. Let me just look at his uh, targets and workload and everything else. Um, last year, of course, he you know missed a few games, but still at 100 targets. Um, and I know it's not awesome, but I'm going to stick with the uh, – the tr- the uh, the safe veteran, and uh, I know what I'm going to get from Adam Thielen. Should be close to double digit touchdowns, and um, you know potentially 70, 80 receptions, and the yardage there while he stays healthy. So uh, I wanted to get my man Brandon Ayuk, but I thought it was a little bit early there. So no worries, commissioner's back on the clock, and then we will get into uh, the next handful of picks. I want to give a shout out here real quick. Um, we got a comment up here from my girl Kelly. Uh, shouts out to the Seinfeld reference, of course. No soup for you. Um, Kelly uh, Kelly and I are dropping an episode tomorrow. Very excited. We're breaking down the Ravens and the Browns um, for our team previews. So make sure you check that out tomorrow as well. And hit up my girl Kelly also on Twitter. And part of the Kamish team, uh, extended family here of the TCK pod. So shouts out to you, girl, and uh, everything else that the Kamish team is doing. Okay, uh, Mark Andrews goes to the commish. Hunt, James Robinson, Prescott, Lockett, ETN, who I almost went with there, Miles Gaskin, and then Jordan, you're back up. Yeah, so <clears throat> looking at uh, all the availability here, obviously all the, the running backs here, we're kind of in that running back dead zone. I already have two as well, so no need for me to go running back here. I think it's still too early on Hawkinson. I know Andrews went. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at wide receiver. I don't need to go quarterback. Cause even if I wanted to go quarterback here, uh, the team after me already has two. And so I'm pretty confident they're, they're not going to be taking a quarterback here, you know, using the draft board, uh, to kind of optimize those picks of, if I'm taking them before the turn or right after the turn. Um, so I went with Deontay Johnson, um, 
obviously I think as a wide receiver three on my team now, uh, just him in that Pittsburgh offense, uh, even with big Ben in his old years, like they're going to be a good offense, I think. And so there's going to be plenty of volume, uh, going around similar to Najee Harris. I think Deontay's probably getting, uh, the largest target share from that, uh, Steelers wide receiving core. So happy to take him as my wide receiver three. Um, back on the clock here after Galladay and OBJ went. You know, this might be a little bit too early for Hawkinson, but like you kind of mentioned with, um, I think it was Ayuk, you're, you're not going to get Ayuk coming back. So I'm going to take Hawkinson here at what I think is a pretty significant drop. Yeah, six round, jeez. Um, so I'm okay with it, taking him at the early sixth. I think a fair price would be back six, early seven, but obviously that's not where I'm drafting. And so even though his, you know, it's probably a little bit above his ADP per se, uh, I'm okay going a bit above that um, and getting Hawkinson pretty much with the latest pick that I would be able to get him. And I'm okay with the price given the other running backs um, and wide receivers that were on the board there. Yeah, that's a great call. And, you know, the commission is right here before me, and they're playing a, playing a little chess during the mock. So they uh, go ahead and snipe me on Justin Herbert. So um, I, I saw Herbert go off the board, and I, I didn't look at the team it was under. I actually thought it was your pick. Of course. Of course you did, because it's, <laughs> it's supposed to be my pick. I thought, you know, just assuming this is like me being the host, maybe commission would be nice and let me get Herbert, but that's not how it goes around here. So I'm going to wait one more round on there. Uh, Mike Davis, Chase Edmonds, my boy Heem. Uh, we could be looking at wide receivers as well. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm a little bit nervous about Cortland Sutton. Um, but uh, I think I'm just going to play it play it safe here, and I'm going to go with Mike Davis. I know it's not exciting, but, again, this is redraft. Uh, he's going to get the work early. Um, they still have not brought anybody in, and um, I'm back on the clock here. Uh, I'm going to go with Tom Brady again. Uh, I got the OG squad at this point, um, but I feel really good about the workload. I've got the upside of Alvin Kamara, the sky-high upside of Najee Harris, but it might take Najee Harris a couple weeks to get his feet underneath him as a pro. So I got Mike Davis for like that filler. Then I've got CeeDee Lamb, who, again, could explode. Um, and then I've got the floor of Thielen and then Brady, who doesn't run and still – you know, was a top, you know, seven quarterback last year. So um, like the squad, it, these aren't players I normally draft, uh, but the way that the draft is falling, I think I'm getting decent players, decent value. And overall, um, I feel good and, and, and strong about my squad heading into a redraft league. Before we get into your next pick, I want to pay some more bills here and give a shout out to Bomb Banana Hot Sauce. Bomb Banana Banana base, not banana flavored. This is seekthespice.com, 10% off of your order here for Bomb Banana Hot Sauce. White label, you get the uh, mild flavor, and the red label, you get the muy muy hot sauce, a little bit more spicy. Check out Bomb Banana Hot Sauce, banana based, not banana flavored. That's seekthespice.com, promo code TCK. All right, Jordan, you're back on the clock here. We had a number of picks, but again, I will uh, run those out here once you get your pick in. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, again, I'm I'm in a similar situation where I was with, at the last turn where I think Hertz is the last quarterback. Again, I don't know. Maybe I'm biased. The last quarterback here before a little bit of a drop off. I like him a lot better than Stafford, Tannehill, uh, just because of his rushing upside. Because I, I know the, the team behind me has the two quarterbacks already. I'm not worried about him getting taken here. Uh, again, running backs, I'm, I'm not too worried about taking a third. Uh, so I'm going to go wide receiver again. I already have my tight end. Uh, and I'm going to go Jerry Judy. Uh, this is potentially because I already have a lot of Cortland Sutton exposure in a couple other leagues. I have them in two or three. And so I'm a, a little bit worried about the injury and want to potentially get the breakout of Judy. But I think at this point, a lot of people are, uh, some people believe Judy has a better potential of breaking out. Some are Cortland Sutton. Um, some, it changes depending on who's this, the starting quarterback's going to be. Um, but I'm happy to have Judy as, as a fourth wide receiver in a, in a PPR league. I think it's a great call. Again, and, and Cortland Sutton, man, I I love the player too. And here's the, if he falls to me in the eighth round, then I'm taking him. Uh, yeah. But um, he has been a little bit hesitant. One of the camp reports that we had that we didn't necessarily go into is that Cortland Sutton um, is a little bit, you know, 
not a hundred percent potentially um, coming in so far. So that is a little bit nervous uh, for me. And um, you know, again, you want to avoid the obvious problems and Cortland Sutton not being healthy yet is an obvious problem. And that's something I want to make sure that I'm not signing up for, you know, intentionally. Um, this is from AJ Schlute, uh, one of the beat writers for the Broncos, Cortland Sutton still showing some hesitancy in his routes. No need to sound the alarm, but it is something to monitor. Now this could just, you know, this could just frankly be something about him knocking the rust off. Um, so I'm not going to, you know, make a big deal about it necessarily, but I do like Jerry Judy currently over Cortland Sutton and getting either one of these guys in nearly the eighth round, I think is a steal. And uh, now you're able to potentially get that volume and uh, get that value with your fourth receiver potentially. So you went Jerry Judy, James Conner, and Robbie Anderson went after that. Who do you got next? Yeah, I mean, I think at this point uh, I'm kind of still in that running back dead zone where I could take Raheem Mostert, uh, I mean, maybe Trey Sermon, Michael Carter, but I think it's too early. And I think, you know, taking them a little bit later here in the draft, uh, I may be able to get them in the ninth or the tenth. So I'm going to go ahead and take my quarterback, uh, my guy, Jalen Hurts, the rushing upside, uh, even if Devonta Smith is, is out, I don't think that hurts uh you know with the injury i don't think that hurts hurts as much as it hurts devonta um but obviously it's it's going to be much better once devonta is back uh for the eagles offense as a whole um i don't expect it to be from what i understand about the injury uh you know deep into the season affecting um devonta smith so i'll take hurts the rushing upside um based on everyone else that was there at the running back and wide receiver positions I like it. I like it. I think that's a great call there, and I'm really, really hoping for a big season from Jalen Hurts. Okay, I'm back on the clock here, looking at wide receiver, looking at running back. I'm pretty wide open. Uh, I'm going to go with my man Trey Sermon uh, at this point of the draft. Um, he's already mixing in. Uh, Raheem Mostert looks to be fine. I've been drafting him all over the place. Um, but at this point of the draft, I feel good about taking a rookie running back that's not going to start day one. Um, because I have other guys that can take that place. But, you know, come week five, six, if anything happens to Mostert, uh, Trey Sermon, I think, will be, you know, wheels up, and I want to uh, make sure to be a part of that. Okay, I'm looking at wide receivers. <clears throat> Again, single quarterback. I have my tight end. I have my quarterback. So looking at wide receivers here, Landry Fuller, Tyler Boyd makes the most sense. Rashad Bateman also makes great sense. And Antonio Brown. Um, you know what? The guaranteed work is what I'm looking for. I want to stack. I'm actually going to reach maybe a little bit and go with my man AB. And if you don't take him uh, <laughs> on the pass, I am going to take Rashad Bateman later. But I, I thought Antonio Brown was just more guaranteed work uh, there. If you want Bateman, he's all yours. Otherwise, um, AB would be uh, – that's my guy, just knowing that he's going to get the work. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know we were talking about him earlier, Rashad Bateman. Um and I actually now looking at the draft board and seeing how this went, I didn't realize that every other team except for team 10 right before me already had a quarterback. Um, had I looked at the draft board and seen that I probably wouldn't have gone hurts. I probably would have taken either Mostert sermon, uh, maybe Michael Carter because just the running backs that I'm now left with, or I mean, Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, AJ Dillon. I'm not, I'm not too psyched about. So I'll go running back or uh, sorry, wide receiver first. And I will take Rashad Bateman. Um, kind of the opposite of what you were saying about you want the sure volume of Antonio Brown. He's not going to flop. Yeah. At this point in the draft, I want the extreme upside. I want the potential that if Rashad Bateman, you know, four weeks in has a total of 10 targets for, you know, six catches, I'll cut him. Uh, he's in my ninth round pick. It's not too high of a cost where uh, missing at this point in the draft, I'm okay with. Um, yeah. And the the opportunity for him to become my you know, wide receiver three or or higher, uh, obviously if he breaks out, is there. It's a low volume passing offense in Baltimore, but uh, I at least feel pretty good about his potential to to break out. I think it's a great uh, call, man. Bateman's yeah, my so, man. So back on the clock here now. I'm pretty much just looking for a running back uh, to round out that that running back room. I haven't taken one since the fourth round in Carson. And I'm actually surprised Devin Singletary went first, but I'm going to go with Zach Moss. Um, 
basically if if Singletary is the 20 to 20 guy, uh, that's completely fine with me. I'll take the upside of of Moss having the end zone touches, red zone touches, uh, obviously the higher value touches where he's going to have the chance to to score more often than I think Singletary will. I like it. Uh, let's see. Zach Moss, Irv Smith, Hollywood Brown, Tannehill, Pittman, Davis, Corey Davis, that is, Watson, Mike Williams. I went with Michael Gallup. Um, again, he, he's just one of my sleepers. I've got CeeDee Lamb and Gallup. Um, a, I've got a handcuff thing with the wide receivers, but I just believe in this offense. Michael Gallup was wide receiver 29 last year when Dak was healthy over those first five games. That was with Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb in the top 11, Zeke Elliott in the top five, and Dalton Schultz also as a tight end one. All of these guys were able to eat, and Michael Gallup has the highest depth per target throw in that offense, and they connect on more of those deep throws this year. The touchdowns go up. The talent is immense, and I think that um, Michael Gallup can get it done. So I'm going to take him in the 10th round. Jordan, you know how we do this, man. We just wrapped up our draft. I want you to kind of scan over your team, give us your rundown, pick out a guy that you love with the value of, and then find somebody you may have thrown back into the pool if you were to do it again while you're scanning over your team. I'm going to give a shout-out to our final sponsor of the day, and that is Red Zone Draft Boards. Draftwithredzone.com, promo code. TCK for 10% off. Dude, this is amazing. I read this every single time and it continues to baffle me. You get a championship ring, about a $50 value is included with this draft board here for about 70 bucks. For 70 bucks, you get all of this championship ring, $50 value by itself. Three by five draft board, you get all of the stickers for all of your players. You get a case for that ring. You get engraved league and year and your team name on that league, uh, on that ring as well. If you were to win your league, you also have a wall putty. Um, you have all of your stickers. You have some smack talk stickers if that's your jam in your league as well. And five dollars from every draft board is donated to help underprivileged kids play sports. I'm a youth sports guy in my personal life. Um, I've worked with you know affiliations like Big Brother Big Sisters, YMCA, um, all sorts of youth organizations. I've coached forever, uh, referee, all those kind of things. I'm passionate about that. $5 from every single draft board goes to help underprivileged kids uh, play ball this summer. So hit up draftwithredzone.com. And for you YouTubers, you can check out the package right here. Tons of stuff, man. It's absolutely unbelievable. Very excited about this. If you're doing a live draft, you need to hit up our friends at draftwithredzone.com. Dot com. Okay, Jordan, I hope that was enough time, man. Let's get into your team. Let me highlight it here for the YouTubers. And for the podcast listeners, why don't you please run down your team per pick? Let us know who you felt best about volume-wise and somebody that maybe you would have swapped if you were to do it again. Absolutely. So <clears throat> drafting from the 11 spot, started off my draft with Devonta Adams, then Austin Eckler. In the third, got Allen Robinson as my wide receiver two. Followed that up with Chris Carson as my running back two. Then in the fifth, Deontay Johnson, TJ Hawkinson in the sixth. Followed by Jerry Judy and then Jalen Hurts. Rashad Bateman in the ninth and Zach Moss in the tenth. Uh, in terms of the pick that I would probably throw back, I talked about it a little bit earlier, but is that Hurts pick? Uh, I think given that everyone else already had a a quarterback on the draft board at that point in a one QB league, I would have gambled there uh, that no one's taking their second quarterback that early and that either hurts uh, gets back to me or, you know, maybe Stafford or Tannehill's my, my quarterback. And I think I'm okay at that point uh, and would have taken some of those, uh, one of the running backs that went in that the rest of the eighth, uh, ninth turn uh, in terms of my favorite pick. I am. I, I love drafting tight ends early uh, when I don't get to from the 111. Uh, I think Hawkinson in the early sixth is is pretty okay with me. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it a value, but looking at the fact that he went after Pitts, I got him after Andrews, and only one, two, three, five picks between him and Fant. Uh, I'd much rather have Hawkinson there. Um, so I think that was my my favorite pick of this draft. I totally agree. And again, I mean, sometimes these these tight ends, depending on your league, Hawkinson goes in like the fourth round sometimes. So to get that value in the back or the front half of the sixth round or whatever, but still really good volume um, was fantastic. And you talked about Brandon Ayuk and so did I, and he went one pack, one pick after you there. 
All right, let's get into my roster here. I went with Alvin Kamara. I'm in the three spot. I went with Kamara, Najee Harris, Darren Waller, CeeDee Lamb, Adam Thielen, Mike Davis, Tom Brady, Trey Sermon, Antonio Brown, and Michael Gallup. Uh, my favorite pick here, let's see, looking for value. I mean, I don't really see a ton of value picks. I just kind of played it safe uh, throughout the board. Um, Najee Harris, I guess, um, back of the second round, feels good. Uh, he has the potential to be you know, top six running back. We saw that from David Montgomery. We saw that from James Ro uh, Robinson. We saw that from Jonathan Taylor down the stretch. Uh, he, I think, with the exception of maybe Jonathan Taylor, pound for pound is more skilled than those other guys. I know people are worried about the offensive line, but they have made a couple of moves. And um, I do think we could potentially see Najee Harris explode if everything clicks. I also think we're going to see him catch the ball a lot more than people assume he will. So that's a sneak attack part of his game. Najee in the back of the second, I think, is my favorite pick, even though it's early. And then one I might have thrown back, um, you know, Herbert went right before me, so I went with Mike Davis. I could have gone Aaron Rodgers there. I thought he might fall another couple picks. I'd probably do that. Uh, Trey Sermon, I just, you know, like to have a niner, but I also like to have the upside. Uh, however, I could have got Gus Edwards later. You mentioned Zach Moss. Um you know, A.J. Dillon uh, went after that. So, you know, Rashad Bateman, I, I almost went there, and then <laughs> he ended up going with you later. So I think Trey Sermon I would have thrown back, and I think I'm most excited about Najee Harris, two rookie running back conversations there. So those are our two teams for the mock draft. Again, today's mock draft, just a redraft PPR league. I want to thank everybody that was in the mock draft with us. Appreciate you. And before we get out of here, another quick announcement go back one episode we have the tck pod listener leagues announced and open for submission get in there claim a spot send us an email send us a dm on twitter or instagram at my handle sky guasco on twitter fantasy football underscore tck pod on instagram dm or gmail us excuse me at tck pod at gmail.com for the email and send us three quick sentences sentence number one one thing you appreciate about the podcast or the channel Sentence number two, one thing you think we can do to improve the channel. And number three, one sleeper, round 10 plus that you believe in this year and let us know why. The crew and I will be vetting those over the next week and we will be getting back to people within the next seven to 10 days and we will alert you if you are in the listener leagues. Again, we have a TCK listener league for the rookies. We have a guillotine league and we have a NFL survivor pool pick'em league as well there's more information in that the rookie league i have to say this a million times because people like get offended the rookie league for tck has nothing to do with how long you've been playing fantasy football it simply means you are new to the tck pod listener leagues that's it the top four that finish the regular season in the rookie league move up to the veteran league if you win the veteran league you pick the settings there are buy-ins for these leagues go and check it out one episode back and i break everything down for you for the TCK pod listener leagues. Jordan, you will be in the TCK pod listener league, which league of the rookie league, which is basically a, a standard, you know, super flex half PPR league um, with a chance to move up to the veteran league yep. slash guillotine league, where the lowest scorer each week is eliminated and all their players get thrown into the, the waiver wire or the NFL game uh, pick them survivor pool, which of those three interests you the most? Yeah, I think it's the guillotine league just because I personally have never done a guillotine league. I actually almost They're crazy. Signed up. <laughs> I almost signed up for one in uh, uh, like a, just a random online league this year. I was like, oh, that sounds like it's fun. Should I do it? And this was in like the lull of May, and I was like, no, I I should cut back. <laughs> uh, but so I, I think that'll be a fun one for me to do this year. You know, first time doing guillotine. But in terms of the community and and. Uh, actually having fun playing the league with the people in the league, right? That's what at least I'm in this for, like, you know, making the the connections with other people who enjoy fantasy football. It's got to be the rookie league. Because uh, you also then have, you're playing for that ability to say, I, I, I made it to the veteran league. I was in the top four. And then just, you know, further uh, interacting with, with the listeners and you know, us on the podcast. So. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I feel good about it, man. I feel like the, uh, I feel like the leagues are going to be fun this year, man. We have the veteran league and all those people are already in it. So I don't talk about that one because that one's already dealt with, but we've got the rookie league. We got the guillotine league and we got 
the player pool as well. So if you want to know more about those and get involved with our listener leagues, dial it back one episode, DM me, and send me those three sentences, and we will get back if you are able to qualify for these leagues. Jordan, always a pleasure to mock draft with you, man. Please let us know again where we can find all your content. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, on Twitter, at Valley 7 D-E-L-L-A-V-A-L-L-E, the number seven. Excellent. Always pleasure to have you in, man. We'll be back next week with another mock draft, and we will be uh, we're gearing up, bro. We're in August now, man. It's it's mock drafts every day. It's um, five episodes per week. Bobby and I have our guests on. We got all of our episodes coming up. We got the Ravens and the Browns, and then we've got the Steelers and the Bengals coming up for the AFC North team previews. And then, of course, Bobby and I are going to do our studs, duds, breakouts, and sleepers for the AFC North, let you know how we're feeling about those individual players. Stay tuned right here to the TCK pod for all your latest updates, all your news, mock drafts, Join the listener leagues. We'll have a great time. Once again, my name is Sky Guasco. Find me on Twitter, S-K-Y-G-U-A-S-C-O, on Instagram, fantasyfootball underscore TCK pod. You can also find us on the Believe Podcast Networks and right here on YouTube as well. Make sure to subscribe and hit the bell. Leave a rate and review on the podcast networks also. And I want to give a shout out to all of our sponsors for today. Draft with Red Zone. We have Bomb Banana Hot Sauce and jersey jungle as well and letting you know this episode and all the episodes here on the tck pod are brought to you by bet online your online sports betting experts from my man jordan della valley i'm your host sky guasco happy midweek we'll keep you trucking right here on the tck pod we are out of here Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.